0: I've got a question for you. When was the last time you drew a picture? Uh, Do you have to go all the way back to grade school? Maybe you feel like your job or your life leaves no room for creativity, and then we wonder why life feels so gray or boring. My good friend and musician Peter Brineholt will be joining us today on the show. Peter's one of the most creative people I know. Let's get a little creativity back in your life up next on The Matt Townsend Show.
1: This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton faced a tough congressional hearing today over the administration's handling of the September 11th attack on the American embassy in Benghazi, Libya. Clinton responded sharply to charges that the American people were misled about the motivations of the attack. Secretary Clinton's responses were not satisfactory to at least one lawmaker. Congressman Rand Paul went as far as saying he would have relieved Clinton of her post had he been president during the crisis. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill, following confirmation from the Senate that a new plan to raise the debt ceiling will pass, House GOP representatives officially passed a measure to extend the debt cap by about three months. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta has announced a decision to lift the ban barring female armed service members from serving in combat, which will open up thousands of frontline jobs to willing women. Police in Texas have charged 22-year-old Carlton Berry with aggravated assault after he opened fire on another student on the Lone Star University campus near Houston yesterday. He injured that student and a janitor during the altercation. In world news, British Prime Minister David Cameron has promised the U.K. there will be a vote on exiting the European Union. The referendum will be held by the end of 2017, provided Cameron wins a second term in office. White House officials are renewing calls for leaders in Israel and Palestine to resume peace negotiations in the wake of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's victory in securing his third term. While hopes for new Israeli-Palestinian peace talks rise, EU officials are reporting that Iranian authorities are still stalling on international talks to review the country's concerning nuclear intentions. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your guide on the side, your uh, your coach for life. What we try to do on this program is help you grow a healthier, happier, smarter life. Welcome to the show, everybody. I think we got a doozy for you. Today's going to be a good one. We're not going to be talking about the inauguration. Yay! We're not going to be talking about anything like that, but we are going to get into something that uh, I think is core to humanity, and that is creativity. Do you feel like you're a creative person? Do you feel like uh, you were until you went to work for the organization that just slowly beat you down and took every bit of life out of you? If so, we're here to give it back to you. We are going to be bringing on a good friend of mine, a musician named Peter Holt, uh undoubtedly probably the most creative man I know. Uh, good guy, known him since high school, but he's uh, written a ton of music, and even back in high school, he was just creative, and we brought him here. He's written a lot of music. He's even played with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. If you can imagine that, he created, He composed a song uh, that included the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, 300-and-something singers behind you can you imagine how cool that would be so we're going to be talking to peter about that we're also going to get into some of the myths about creativity because you may think you are not a creative person and we're going to blow that up in fact let's just throw one out there do you think you're born creative or can anybody be creative any you got an idea on this one
2: i think that anyone can be creative
0: wrong
3: oh what sorry (laughs) lies I think people are born with creativity. Wrong! What? I don't know. I just like saying that. <laughs> but I'm you, pretty sure I'm right. So you think anybody can be creative, and you think they're born because that's the opposite of what Madison said. Well, I wanted to decide with you, but you, then you said I'm wrong, too, yeah. so I don't know what side I to take. I just like
0: wrong, and I really like how Sky is so quick on the trigger today. <laughs> Thank you, Sky. <laughs> no problem. Um, we're going to talk about it, and I'm not even going to blow the myth up, because uh, think about it. We get this belief that everyone out there, you're kind of born creative. You either got it or you don't. Not true. I'm just going to give you that much. Not true. Anybody can be creative. If you're so... in prison and you need to get out, you can find a way. <laughs> okay. That's the myth of creativity.
2: So pretty much I'm right. Wrong. <laughs> That's fun. That's
0: way fun. I
2: just want not to say that I'm right. You're what not right, medicine ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> medicine ball. I've medicine never Ball. i you Medicine oh Ball. Oh, my
2: goodness. My so name is
0: Madison funny. Alfredo.
2: Look at you being so creative.
0: See, I like to mix it up a bit. So, we're going to be talking about creativity. We've also, of course, we always start the show with what we, uh, what we affectionately call the human headlines Real news that affects real people.
4: This is the Matt Townsend Show, Human
5: Headlines.
0: This is where we take a deeper look at the good, the bad, the ugly. Now, remember, on the show, the goal of the show is to give us all um, a leg up in this crazy thing we call life. You know, there's not a manual. We are not born with a user's manual that we get to just carry around with us to know how to do this. So instead, we like to give you some headlines. Rob's What's got a story. What's
4: America's most deadly profession? Most deadly profession? Hmm. Uh, radio talk show host. That <laughs> didn't even make the top 10. Uh, radio Boom. talk show producers. Our, our good friends <laughs> over at uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics.
0: What do they think is the number I one? Which that?
4: Bureau of Labor Statistics have calculated what America's most deadly jobs are. Fish, and,
5: fishermen.
4: fishermen? Two three, three, yes. Is it the number one? I never would have thought that oh, by yeah. a huge margin. Well, it's the, the sunburn. Fish, You'll get burnt by the sun
0: if you sit there all day.
2: Well, I thought that it would be like the oil rig guys because they have to work with so much heavy machinery. No, really?
0: No, that's just the most amputations. <laughs> the the most <laughs> no deadly fatalities. though is it really fishery fisheries yeah. or uh, fish fishing One hundred and
4: twenty one deaths per one hundred thousand workers. Wow. wow, which is that's a lot of death. Quite high. What's another one on the list? Police so, officers. So other ones among the highest. We could start at deadliest and work our, yeah. our way down. Uh, 102 per 100,000 loggers. Yeah. I can see that. That's bad. By the way, these are all the shows that are on TV.
0: You would have known this if you just watched more TV, right?
2: Like Deadliest Catch.
0: Deadliest Catch. Hello. Hello. best
4: reality shows are the deadly reality. (laughs) How about the show (laughs) The Crazy Logger Guy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the name of Funny enough, number three is Ice Road Truckers. No, it's not. Ice Road Truckers. I
2: was about to say, what a coincidence. Hyundai
4: Boo Boo. That's (laughs) a deadly profession. Yeah, you get all the way down to number three, 57 deaths per 100,000. You finally hit a profession. That people have. That you probably, you could see that pilots Really? Is that a prof- but? See, it seems like it would be the non-professional pilots that are dying most. Well, uh, all pilots are professional pilots to some degree, is just because the say? job. Well, in my opinion, but but the truth is, you think about all the people who run little charter planes. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah, like ho- the hop in my Cessna and... one eighty two and I'll fly you to yeah, you know, the Bahamas or something. Don't ever do it. That's uh, uh, it's a high risk occupation. Farmers and ranchers, twenty five hmm. deaths per yeah. one hundred thousand. Machinery. I read this next and a one. Uh-huh. The getaway steer. I read funny. this next profession wrong the first time. What? And I thought, holy smokes. Postal workers have 18.5 deaths, but no, it's poli- oh. police officers. <laughs> police officers are higher than postal oh, so, workers. It's all those dogs. <laughs> That's good. 18.6 deaths per 100,000, followed shortly by construction workers uh-huh. at 15. Sure. And then you drop all the way down to the national average, which is three deaths, three and a half deaths per 100,000 workers. And believe it or not, firefighters are below the national average.
2: That's awesome.
4: That is. Where do um, where do music teachers, piano teachers fit? National average, 3.5 deaths per 100,000 piano teachers. <laughs> I'd love to know how a piano teacher goes down. And then you get down to, finally, uh, office and business staff.
6: Yeah. Well,
4: zero. Hello, paper cuts. Oh, are you ha- kidding? Half a death per 100,000. Almost, almost nobody. Wow. Cashiers are higher, though. Well, yeah, yeah you slam that drawer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. A stick up. Yeah. You're
0: thinking Skyboard.
4: But well, those are only the people who don't hand off the cash. What about board <laughs> operators
0: that run a radio show or zero, seemingly? Right? There's not.
4: Uh, 11 deaths per 100,000. No, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Shout Sky on, Skyler. out, Skyler.
0: That's good. That's a cool story. Uh, so you know, get a good job is what the point is. What do you got for us, Tybo? A uh, great exercise workout.
3: <clears throat> well, exercising, you don't do that at McDonald's. That was no, a bad. Transition. That was a really bad segue. <laughs> Sometimes it's better not to force it, Ty. Oh, okay. Just kind of let it. <laughs> Next happen. time I'll just go <laughs> into it. <laughs> Um, but You know, what's great is you recognized it. Yeah. See, a lot of people would have just that's, kind of thought that was brilliant. That's why. That's why I'm the intern. That's good. You paused. Uh, right. Okay. So there's this guy, and he was um, he's saying that McDonald's needs to build something called McWorld. Hmm. This is going to be on Times Square, and of course, is this, course, this, is this just legit an idea. or is this an idea? Okay. This is an idea, and he wants people to to so vouch like a, for him is on like Facebook. A giant and stuff like
7: McDonald's. That. It's a muse- not it's just like a, museum. a giant
3: McDonald's. So this thing is like the mega center of all McDonald's. This is yeah, the that's big daddy. Need.
7: Has like every kid's meal toy ever. Ever.
3: That's one of the ideas. Really? But what he's saying is that, so this is going to be a couple stories high. He says that the bottom floor is going to be kind of the main attraction. And it's going to have every single McDonald's item sold in the world. Oh, that would actually be cool, though, like, yeah.
0: that, that you can buy.
3: That you can buy. So, so you could buy, like, a sushi, a, a McSushi. If if they sell those somewhere, yeah. yeah. So I
4: once had pizza at a McDonald's. Have you ever seen that? Is that in Italy? Not,
3: not here in the United there
4: States. There used to be a chain of stores here in the United States. Oh, wow. There was a chain of stores about the size of a Costco that were called Incredible Universe. Uh-huh. And they sold every type of washer, dryer, computer, vacuum, telephone you could imagine. And naturally, they went out of business because it was just... Yeah, too can't big, be too cool store. But that was the only time in my life back in the early 90s where I found a McDonald's that had pizza. Wow.
2: Well, I think they sell those like in Canada. Or pizza in Canada. Does that sound familiar to anyone? I don't, I don't know think somewhere. I have pizza nope. in
4: Canada. I read Well, <laughs> especially if you want a Canadian bacon pizza, I don't know how you order that. <laughs> yeah. So that's a cool idea. I mean, I like the food idea.
0: So, what? Yeah. I mean, that, if you could get the food from any McDonald, like, really, you could have
3: McFish and chips from London. From London, right. Yeah, if you go, McSushi. I mean, if you go over the world, I mean, a couple of us have been to Germany, and we know that there's a huge difference between the Germany menu and the American menu. What We're do just, you mean? Well, I mean, they still sell burgers and stuff, but they're they different, use... they might have different okay. features.
2: I personally think that the beef tasted way better in the German one.
3: I think it's just because you're in Germany. What about the apple slices, though?
6: That's
0: what matters. I don't remember the apple slices. Could you still get five of them? For a (laughs) dollar?
3: No, five for 50 cents. (laughs) No idea. quarter of an apple. (laughs) Very expensive apple slice. And so, I mean, you can go anywhere in the world and they have different things. That's a cool idea. I like that. Is that it? Is that all there is there? Oh, no, there's a lot. So, I mean, like in Germany, they sold the Honolulu chicken sandwich. Really? You can't get that here. That's only no. in Germany. If you go to, um, oh, well, there's another one in Germany. The Big Extra Brazil. <laughs> uh, in Europe, they have the grilled Texas bagel. I mean, some of these things, they just kind of make up. And yeah, kind of I'm getting good. heartburn. Yeah, just but, thinking about just it so not only would you be able to get those but you would be able to make your own combinations that are only available in this oh, I like noticed that. though, all cool. the
4: international McDonald's they have to put the name of some US city in there or state the Texas burger the like Louisiana. Isn't chicken US enough. it's almost like it's a parody of the United States in itself yeah. th- it's like hello look at us it's McDonald's it's America the Louisiana and Texas chicken bacon <laughs> exactly. ranch
3: exactly well, so, that's cool. So that'll be the bottom floor. Then there's the second floor. And the second floor would be remodeled like every month or every quarter or so to make it seem like you are dining in a different country every time. So you could be dining in a Taiwanese McDonald's one month, and then yeah. the next month go and it's um, Brazil. And next month is going to be it Sounds I don't like know, the Italy. Epcot
7: Center at Disney World. That's retailers. exactly Walk what around. it said. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Uh, we, it's the Epcot Center in Times Square.
3: Yeah. and you get McDonald's. And it's, well, it's only McDonald's. And on top of this whole remodeling thing, I mean, if you want to dine in a Japanese McDonald's, they would import the Japanese crew from Japan wow. to come work there. Really? Yeah. yeah so and that it's would be authentic. cool.
0: Because what a cool honor from wherever you are in McDonald's, you get to win the prize to go work in to go work the McDonald's in Times Square.
3: Yeah, for like three months. That's like
0: uh, you know what? I like it. I'm in. Right. I'm totally
4: in. Our boss has something to say about McDonald's.
0: Yes. Is this Don? Yeah. Well,
8: now, I'm just, I'm just a fan of the show. I'm not calling him it, the boss.
4: You know what? It
0: sounds like the boss wants us to quit talking about food because he's getting hungry.
8: <laughs> I am. It's, it's almost dinner time. I was just going to say that if you have a McDonald's store uh, with all the different kinds of uh, burgers, I was over in New Zealand and had a kiwi burger at McDonald's.
0: Ooh, that would be it good.
8: Was, yeah, it had a... It, uh, a slice of a beet and a boiled egg on a, uh, on a hamburger
0: okay you
7: lost That sounds kind of gross actually it I sounded
0: think. good for a minute <laughs> when it actually sounded like it had kiwi on it but an egg <laughs> no. and a beet an egg and a beet and then just that hamburger. special mcdonald's patty
8: yeah the patty and the bun and, the, and there you go mate
0: wow <laughs> don you're a world traveler
8: yeah well I
5: wanted to impress you
0: that I have had more than just the Big Mac, you know. <laughs> right. I like it, Don. I like anyway, it a lot. The show. Thanks I'm, for I'm calling. It. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, good job. Um, isn't that interesting that Don would actually eat a burger with a beet in it? I wouldn't do that. I don't know if I've ever had a beet. It just looks I love it beets. Looks too gross. No, beets are really good. Beets, I love beets.
7: Worst
4: is when you open the can and think it's cranberry sauce. Oh, and you dig in. You find out. This cranberry is really hard and crunchy. (laughs) Well, that's cool. Any other news for us?
2: Yes, I do. And this kind of works in with our topic today about creativity. So, apparently, there was a study done. And, you know, if you are wanting to go to an art museum or something, but you kind of want to get a little bit more out of it, what they say you should do is to watch a scary movie before why um apparently it just you know pricks up your mind and some type of thing they did a lot of um
0: That's interesting.
2: Yeah, because they've tried ones where it was like okay, um will fear affect it happiness um like the term they use is arousal but just you know being um like having just done physical exercise. Yeah. And then just you know normal. Uh-huh. So they took different groups, they showed them uh, the one that where the fear like a fourteen second scary clip, the happiness one a really happy joyful fourteen second then they had um some people do exercise, yeah, some people do a low amount of exercise and did then anyone try the kiwi burger <laughs> no
5: okay
2: <laughs> but yeah for the for those that had watched the scary movie clip, they got more creative feedback and yeah. they Were able to get more out of the art, and it was like abstract art. So they were able to perceive more. They were able to look into. Well, their their senses are heightened. Exactly.
0: I totally agree because that happens in our pre-show meeting every day, where I go in there. I kind of think we're going to have a show, then I find out we're not because whatever, and then I get real scared, and then we come in here and nail
2: it. Exactly, we do that just. To freak you out.
0: I know, because you always act like, "No, we don't have a show ready," <laughs> and then somehow we have a show ready. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is our boss still listening? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. Okay, well that's interesting. So we, one way to create more creativity is to scare you to a level that you know. You know what? I'm going to scare Skyboy. I'm not scared of anything. Skyboy, guess what? <laughs> what? I have a special guest coming on the show today. Who's the special guest? He's a friend. He's a friend? He's a friend I went to high school <clears throat> with. He's a wonderful man,
7: and I know you know him. I don't know him. I, you, I've, I mean, I've I know met you, him, and you, I know his music. But I, you,
0: I know you revere him.
7: Yes. He's a great Peter Brian Peter Brian Holt. He's
0: coming on, and we're going to scare you. Okay. I don't know how yet, <laughs> but we are going to scare you to increase creativity. We're talking with a uh, musician after... Um, Later on in the show, we're going to be talking with a musician named Peter Breinholt, and we're going to pick his brain. Uh, How do you maintain creativity? It seems like a very difficult thing for me. How do you keep your energy up, other than just, I guess, going to scary movies for 14 seconds? How do you do it? How do you keep it consistent? We're going to get into that. We're going to go over the myths of creativity, hopefully give you a spark so you can have more creativity, a little more color in your life. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back after this break right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
9: Who needs an extended warranty when your electronics can automatically repair themselves?
6: This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future.
9: When your consumer electronics break it's a minor hassle to get them repaired or replaced. When a deep space probe develops a fault, the parts and labor costs for a service call are considerably higher. That's why NASA is interested in a new concept proposed by engineers at the University of Illinois for electronic circuitry that can repair itself when a wire breaks. Based on their earlier research of self-repairing polymer surfaces, the same team of scientists propose a layer of microscopic capsules bonded to the wiring of critical circuits and computer chips. If a wire breaks, the capsules near the damaged site break open and release a conductive liquid metal that fills in the gap, immediately restoring the flow of electricity to nearly 100%. Applications for this technology abound in aerospace and military systems, where reliability is paramount. But the same self-repairability will make future consumer products much more durable as well. And scientists are even looking at using self-healing conductors as insulators inside rechargeable batteries to extend their useful life and performance as well. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino.
6: Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us.
2: BYU Radio's Highway 89 features unedited performances from talented musicians with genres from rock to classical and everything in between. Highway 89 can take you on a musical journey all from the performance studio at the heart of BYU Radio. Join us for this mixtape adventure with Highway 89 Monday through Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Matt Townsend, and today we're talking about creativity. Does your life seem a little bit blue? Is it gray? Are you tired? Do you feel like you need a little color? When was the last time you did something you would call creative? When was the last time you actually created something? Because uh, I think a lot of us, you know, we used to do that when we were kids. It's amazing that little kids can be so creative and there's kind of no boundaries for them, you know. I remember as a kid being able to play with soldiers that were like seven inches larger than my matchbox cars that I drove. So I could drive the car but be the soldier and my little creative mind could make that all work. Now I realize that's just messed up. And the problem with it is uh, maybe we lose a little creativity as we get older. So on the show today, we're giving you ideas and tools and a resource today. We're going to be talking... To musician Peter Brian Holt, a good friend of mine and the hero of our very own board op Skyboy uh, Sky's even wearing a special attire today as he's sporting his Batman outfit uh, which I'm really sorry Sky that Peter's not in the studio with us today
7: I thought he, he was gonna be here I didn't know I was gonna well be on yeah phone. you
0: brought out the good
4: stuff. But yeah. I didn't know they made an iHeart uh, Peter Brineholtz. I like actually made this it looks just like myself. the iHeart New York ones. But... Yeah. No, he just yeah. – just, I just custom made it. So. Oh. Yeah.
0: So we'll bring Peter on in a minute. <laughs> now, Peter, I am sure he'll remember you um, as oh, stalker probably, yeah. number four. <laughs> <laughs> but Peter's a great guy. And Skyboy loves him because Skyboy also plays the guitar yeah I did. and and one of the things that he pointed out, which we 're going to have to bring up with Peter, and I know Peter's listening um, is that Skyboy and Peter use the exact same of guitar g- same guitar picks well, yeah, when
7: I play acoustic guitar, I actually have one in my pocket right here yeah that's I like using the seventy three millimeter Dunlop, uh, yeah jim Dunlop nylon picks, and I saw Peter Brian Holt. The first time, I've seen him a couple times at those like, private shows, and so I went up and talked to him afterwards. Did he throw a pick at you? No, I said, hey, could you sign my guitar pick? And I pulled it out, and he's like, I use the same ones. And he pulled out the exact same guitar how pick. How cool is that? And these are my favorite. I've been using these for years. So, See how cool, cool that
0: is? And that's just one guy. And I'm going to tell you the background of Peter, because when you hear the background, it actually makes him even more cool, I think, because here's a guy that's played with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and um, I remember vividly... Him playing at a wedding yeah. of a friend, and I—we I, all revered him back then because you know, from eleven, he's been making music, and yet he kind of goes from this eleven-year-old kid. He risks it all, really, to you know, not go get a you know job where every man's going to hold him back, and he goes and creates a career and actually makes money doing what he loves to do. So, we're going to talk to him, find out how he stays creative, and I am sure it's his wife, Becca. I'm sure, it has something to do with that because you know. Peter's kind of struggling, too. <laughs> He's a great guy. We'll get into him. Before we do, I want to get Rob put
4: together a few ideas for us. He found some well, ideas I, I, about where to get creative. I wish I could take credit for this. Sean for The Morning Show came by with a Xerox copy of 29 Ways to Stay Creative. Okay, said, other we're, than we're, scaring yourself. Oh, that's cool. Where, where'd you get these from? And uh, he has no idea. Okay. But scaring is not on the list. Well, it should be. <laughs> but there are a few things you wouldn't think of that Kitty sound Burger. silly. Try like? free riding. Free just rioting?
0: Writing. Oh, I was like, oh, free writing. <laughs> I'm like, rioting? for Free rioting? Rioting?
4: <laughs> okay,
5: no, I'll try legal. it. I don't know what it'll do, but I'll try it. Give me a minute.
4: Just grab a sheet of paper and just start writing. Like free flowing. I like that. To mind. But do we ever do that? No. no. That's I've, a lot of that's I've done it
7: when I've written songs. Oh, yeah? I mean, yeah. Like, why, why don't first you song ever play a song for us?
4: How many I people can. in this room have written a song? Right here. Oh, Tyler has too. Have you done free writing?
3: Uh, no, actually. It was okay. more like I was in a situation. I was like, hey, let's see if I can make it rhyme. And His and was, was more
0: all... of a limerick.
4: So you don't <laughs> need to do free rhyme. <laughs> Haiku.
0: I can rap
2: if that counts. Let's, let's hear not, some.
7: Let's not go Freestyle. There.
4: <laughs> uh, singing in the shower. Every day. You do? Yes okay <laughs> every day and what's great about
0: it is in my family every once in a while i'll hear somebody harmonizing <laughs> oh that's great like it's like my the other boys like walking other through shower. yeah, yep, an event. yeah. <laughs> the neighbor the renters
4: <laughs> they're all singing with me what else um don't force it too late sometimes you just feel like oh, I, gotta, I gotta get this done. you just Ty, boy you, know, you got that
3: if it comes it comes it we doesn't. don't
0: have to force it Ty. Like that segue you tried earlier, you forced
3: it. Okay, I get the point. I'm going to okay. work hard. I know. We're to here make to help. My transitions you. a lot better. I know. You're I apologize. We just want you to know.
4: How about reading a page out of the dictionary? Just Ugh. top to bottom. Well, that sounds dumb. Yeah. But it could introduce you to things you haven't thought of in a long time because you haven't read the definition for esoteric in a while. And then that gets you thinking about <laughs> yeah, you now, know, now I something check. else. I and then that up. starts to get the creative juices going. Uh, what I think's funniest is the 29th of 29 yes, at the bottom. the wrap-up. Is finish something. It's important if you're starting something creative to once in a while finish it so you get in the practice. You sound like my but wife. But what's funny <laughs> is the copy machine chopped it off. Oh, it did. So The, cho- what, the
0: copy it, machine didn't even finish it. So <laughs> what? A,
4: I thought the irony of that was uh, was uh
0: You know, that's interesting, too, because we don't finish stuff. So then it's all left undone. Then you get used to not being a finisher. You know, that's why I always demand that we finish our shows, you guys. I'm usually the only
7: one in here. (laughs) Yeah. By the end, we all just leave. Yeah, like, (laughs) where did everyone go? It's so
4: (laughs) rude. Um, Good stuff. I mean, even if it's painting a bathroom and you get halfway through and you go, oh, this doesn't look any good. So you just stop because you're like, what's the point? Finish something. But then. That erodes your confidence later when you want to paint the bathroom correctly yeah. to feel like you can actually go do it. That's why I don't paint bathrooms, because what if you can't finish? Messes you
0: up. Underachiever. Right there. We're going to be talking about creativity. Do you have it? Do you have to be born with it? Uh, are there some rules to creativity, or does it just kind of depend on you? We're going to be talking to Peter Brian Holt, a musician... Um, Very, very talented man. A good friend as well. And uh, he's going to enlighten us, give us the keys that he's found to creativity. I'm also going to go through some of the myths that they found out at Harvard or some of the myths of creativity and and being a creative person. Be right back. Stick with us. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
7: We all face relationship challenges that involve friends, family members, or neighbors. Licensed therapist Julie Hanks helps you discover healthy alternatives for dealing with your struggles and for enhancing the quality of your life. Tune in to The Julie Hanks Show, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
1: This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton faced a tough congressional hearing today over the administration's handling of the September 11th attack on the American embassy in Benghazi, Libya. Clinton choked up at one point during the exchange, saying the issue is very personal to her. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill, following confirmation from the Senate that a new plan to raise the debt ceiling will pass, House GOP representatives officially passed a measure to extend the debt cap by just over three months. Female armed service members could now be serving in combat for the first time in U.S. history thanks to a decision from Defense Secretary Leon Panetta opening up frontline positions to women as well as men. Police in Texas have charged 22-year-old Carlton Berry with aggravated assault after he opened fire on another student on the Lone Star University campus near Houston yesterday. He injured that student and a janitor during the altercation. Much of the Midwest and northern United States is now dealing with some of the coldest temperatures the nation has seen in years. Emergency warming centers have been opened, while some ski resorts have been forced to close. In world news, British Prime Minister David Cameron has promised the UK there will be a vote on exiting the European Union. The referendum will be held by the end of 2017, provided Cameron wins a second term in office. White House officials are renewing calls for leaders in Israel and Palestine to resume peace negotiations in the wake of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's victory in securing his third term in office. Diplomats from the EU say Iranian authorities are continuing to stall promised talks on the future of the nation's nuclear program. Previous talks have ended with no solid solutions. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall.
0: Dancing, and then we'll do it again. Welcome back everybody to the Matt Townsend Show. We are talking with Peter Breinholt. You can listen to him a bit there. We'll pod that up a little bit. Okay. Uh, we were out of time. We only had a 30 second clip. <laughs> Peter Brianholtz with us. He is the great musician that uh, just was playing that song there. You wear flowers. That guy can rock the audience when that song comes up. Uh, it starts a rocking. And if you want to um, get a view of that, go to YouTube, look up "You Wear Flowers," and you will see him getting the crowd a dancing. We're joined now by Peter Brianholtz, a great friend of mine, a musician, a songwriter. Uh, he's an acu- He's a self-styled acoustic musician, and he's been doing this for uh, literally I, since he was 11, which would put it at about 55 years, right, Peter?
5: Right, nice, Matt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Peter. I just made you 65 years old. Um, that's funny. But Peter Reinhold is a good friend of mine. In fact, we have a gig we're doing this. We're doing this weekend. So that's why you were so top of mind, Peter. But what we do is I go to a speech on reigniting the spark in your marriage. And then Peter plays a concert and we have tons of fun. We'll have hundreds of people there. But Pete, here's what I want to know, my friend. You've been at this a really long time. Do you remember in high school, in high school, Peter created a band called the Dobermans? (laughs) I always have to bring this up, Pete. And it was, it was a raging band, uh, in our school in the east side of Salt Lake City, and um, but that was the beginning. Everybody loved Peter. He was creative then. He was he's creative today. And so Peter, on the show, we're talking about creativity. Okay, first question for you: mm-hmm. uh, Are we born with it? Like, are you just an anomaly, kind of freak show that was just born with with a great gift of creativity, or is it something that anybody can do?
8: Not well. It, it. We're all. Everyone's born with it, but I think it manifests in different ways. I mean, everybody has their thing. I think that that they're wired to do.
0: Like their talent, but, their gift.
8: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's all creative. I mean, yeah. I I I remember as a as a student in high school or 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 even in college and and feeling like it came so easy. Math came so easy. Math for, did. No, not for me. Oh, I was for like, what? For, for Dick Corey. Yeah, oh, that guy knew. was a cranium, though. <laughs> <laughs> and and I you know and, and it took me a lot of work to keep up, but I remember, you know, these these good friends of mine would say, no, 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 Pete, you you've got it in a whole different way that we wish we had. Yeah. And so I just I do think this, you know, you the multiple intelligence theory or whatever yep. you want to call it, I, I just believe in that, and I see it all around me, and. And I think if we're not careful, we cannot see it that way. We can see it as you're, you're, you have a high IQ or you have a low IQ. Right. But I think I th- I really do. I think everyone deep down knows this that we 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 are all wired differently, and we all are very very creative. But it just manifests in different ways in different areas, and that's why we have different interests. I mean, yeah. some things really excite me, and so, and and they won't excite you. Or right. you won't excite Dick Core, but there's other things that really excite, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: because he's an eye doctor. So, <laughs> like, eyeballs and, I don't know, surgery. <laughs> but, like, you and I, that's gross. <laughs> but, Pete, one of the things that I, I also think um, is special about you in a way that that I'd love to, um, to maybe get into, and, and I don't know if there's a graceful way to do it, but you uh you also had a family unit around you that would that actually i think got the the joy you have in being creative and, and you were on like what the assembly committee you were the the student body officer over like assemblies, so you would gather people at your house regularly and probably i know even before that years before that everyone would gather at pete 's house and you would play guitar and people would just hang out, but you'd make up skits. We make up videos, stuff like that, and but you also had family that was supportive of it. Yeah. Talk about that.
8: Yeah, that was uh, that was. I mean, I look back now. As I, I, the older I get, the more I'm I'm seeing that as a factor for me. Yeah. Um. So so my dad was a, uh, a very academic. Yeah. PhD. He PhD from Stanford and MBA from Harvard. And he taught at the Wharton School, and so.
0: So he was a cranium too.
8: He was, and and. And you would think that somebody who teaches business for a living would uh, want his kid to go do something that is business oriented or, or 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 is you know successful in a certain in certain terms but right but he he was not and it kind of rooted i'm learning now more that he kind of rooted back to his own experience trying to decide what to do for a living, and he felt very strongly after his own experience of doing that that you just gotta let people be, yeah. <laughs> and do what they want to do. Yeah. If, if you want them to perform on that higher plane, and so, so that's one factor. He just was that kind of dad, and that set a tone. But, but, but then there was my mom, who mm. even loomed maybe a little larger in this for me yeah. because, um, she was a creative person herself. She, she knew how to. Um, I think she 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 empathized a lot with. Someone like me who just who just saw the world a certain way and got excited by certain things and got overwhelmed easily by other things mm-hmm. and she just uh you know I talked about i q earlier, my sister says she, my mom had an incredibly high e q yeah and she knew how to create a kind of environment for it, and not only in her own kids but you know just like you said we had a there was like a culture at our house
5: mm-hmm.
8: and so I I think that was huge. I think I think that that, that is important. It's not to say that you know if you didn't have that growing up that you're right. Doomed.
0: You can't do it.
8: That, no, I'm just saying it like in my experience, that that shaped me. Like, well, and, that's... and it's interesting. Each each of my siblings, and you know this. Yeah, Matt, I've got five siblings or four siblings, and if you look at the <laughs> we're 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 scattered, and every. <laughs> Corner of of the United States right now, and we have, we have a we have a federal prosecutor, we have a university professor, we have a Hollywood film editor, (laughs) and and we have a marriage counselor. You guys are so messed up. We, (laughs) but you know, to me that I love that
0: because um, it's what it says to me is that everybody has their talents, like you're talking about. Everybody kind of has, I think, their light to bring to the earth, their gift. and then, if we so one of the keys, I guess as we're talking about creativity because probably who we're talking to more out there are the parents the grandparents, is that they can have a big impact on their children's ability to to see their talents to understand their talents and to kind of you know unleash themselves
8: yeah, yeah you know somebody somebody just recently said something to me that I just thought about when you're talking and and she said that um, when you I mean, there's lots, lots, of language we can use, lots of ways mm-hmm. of saying this. But the, way, the word she used was, when you come into alignment with, with um, like your life calling. Let's call it that. Right. She said every other area of your life flourishes, hmm. and 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 it's just sort of a natural byproduct of it's. It's like when you come into alignment. You there's a part of you that just gets filled, and it and it just spills over in other every other area, and 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 you know and the opposite is true as well.
0: When and, you're out of your alignment, yeah, and your your life purpose, you you kind of stutter, you kind of stammer,
8: and maybe you start to have deep down. I mean, you may not be on the surface, but maybe deep down you start to maybe have some resentment, or 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 you feel like you're. Um, you, you're bored,
5: mm-hmm.
8: or, or, or you know, different ways it kind of comes up in, in our personal relationships, in our job, and whatever. So I thought that was interesting because totally. you know I've now been doing this for seventeen or eighteen years, and I have gone through this plenty of phases where I've beat myself up a little bit, where mm-hmm. I'm like. What am I doing? I'm just being selfish. Why can't I go get a conventional job? And this is putting my wife through, you know, financial insecurity and so forth. And it loomed, It has loomed in my life, and I come back to it every so often. But as now that I've done it long enough, I do look back and I take what this friend said, and I and I and I do see that 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 uh, you know, you in some ways you can't plan a an acorn and, and expect to grow an apple
5: tree. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> well, and, and, but we try, don't we? We're like, we keep planting acorns, and we're like, what's with all these other things? What's with the, why do we have a maple? Um, <laughs> one of the things, Pete, so that I, I found when we were getting ready for the show is um, there was a study out of Harvard Business School uh, in entrepreneurial management, and it was done by Teresa, I think, Amabile, and what she's she is basically one of the only tenured top business school professors at Harvard so and that's mainly cuz she's you know real time researcher she but what she did is she collected about 12,000 daily journal entries from 238 people who were working on creative projects in seven companies, in consumer products, high-tech, and, and chemical industries. And then she evaluated the data. And from that, she gathered some some uh, data to prove and to disprove some of the myths. One of the myths she disproves is exactly what you were talking about. Creativity comes from creative types. But what she found is not true. The fact is almost all of the research in the field shows that anyone with normal intelligence is capable of doing some degree of creative work. Creativity depends on a number of things, though, like you were even bringing up again, experience, including knowledge and technical skills, talent, and ability to think new ways, and the capacity to push through uncreative dry spells. And, And then the other thing she brought up is intrinsic motivation. People who are turned on by their work are often working more creatively. So... That's what I noticed in you since we were young. Since 21, I knew for sure you wanted to—you were you were fighting, you were in school, you were trying to figure out, battling the world, and the world's sitting there saying, you're never going to make money doing this, Peter. And I'm sitting there thinking, as a parent now, I'd be telling my kids, you need a job. Yeah. I know I put you through music and music lessons, but give that up right now, and you need to get a job. But I remember sitting you—seeing you play at Becky Bishop's wedding. Right. And— um. As you're sitting there, I remember we had a conversation, like, what are you studying, Pete? And you're like, I don't know. I really, really feel drawn to make music. But so even there, at the age of twenty one, you were battling the 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 draw of going after what the world's telling you to go after instead of what's in your heart. Right. Do you think that was core right. then? Being able to go after what was in your heart, is that the core to creativity?
1: Uh I
8: don't know. I remember, I remember, that, I remember seeing you. Yeah. We we've, we've talked about this. And I remember, it was interesting, that t- the timing of what you just described, that wedding. That was two weeks before I recorded my first album. Oh. And it was the first time I played um, uh, a song I'd just written called Jerusalem. Mm. It was a day old. And I, and I remember that time, and I was probably eg- exactly what you just described, saying, you know, I want to do this, but I should do that. Yeah and that, and that, and that internal dilemma, and, um, uh, you know, it's interesting, I, I, um, I just, uh, finally, I think I just, I mean, to me, I had to take it in small steps and say, um, well, I'm just going to put this out, and then I said, oh, I'm just going to do it for a year, yeah, and I just—I had, had to keep coming up with. I'm just going to try it till my fourth child's born. <laughs> right, <laughs> and um, so in a way, I guess there was that part of me that was just like, I, I have—I I mean, I don't—I don't like to get in this language. You're like, I have to do right. it. I have to do yeah. it. I gotta communicate, and my job is to communicate, and everyone else's job is to listen to me. Right. I—I—I I, don't—I don't see it that way, but, but on the other hand, there, there. One of the realities for me is you'll sometimes hear um, people say, "Well, I I don't have any choice. Uh, I don't I don't have, I don't have any." Or sometimes people say, "I don't know how to do anything else." Yeah. And 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 they do. We all know how to do multiple things, but that's that's what it feels like. It's like this, <laughs> this is what I, this is what I'm shaped to do, and. What was your question again?
0: I don't know, but it was really good.
8: It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh,
0: I think it was uh, like, was it this purpose, this deep inner purpose inside of you that I guess oh, yeah, has yeah. led you to to stay on this path and yeah. to keep creative?
8: Yeah, I, I I have that. There's no doubt I have that. I look, I look, you do. I look back from. I mean, you, you kind of go back in your head to to early memories as a child, and you know, sometimes we just sort of make up. Whatever story, based on our memories, that, that'll that'll kind of support whatever conclusion yeah. we want to draw. Yeah. You know, we create these narratives. Yeah. I try not to do that. I try not to be like, see, I you know I was I was I, I, I was doing I was writing songs by this age. Yeah. But but that being said, there's just there's been ample evidence in my life that. Um, that there's just sort of – there's a purpose for me in this. Yeah. And if I didn't have that, I would have been long gone.
0: Well, I knew you were going to be huge <laughs> because – do you remember – you don't probably remember this, but – and then we got to take a break because they're giving me the evil eye. Yeah. Um, but you you used to walk into the room like at school. We'd all just be studying, and you'd walk in, and the door would slam open. And you'd say, it's a rock star! And you'd walk in and you'd flip your cape back nice, and your glasses. And you look like Elton John. Do you remember that? Right then, I knew, that guy's got something special. He's got something special. We're talking with Peter Brian Holt, uh, who is, really, he's, a, he's just a killer musician. you got to look him up. Go look up PeterBrianHolt.com. Check him out. We're going to come back. When we come back, I want to hear about what it's like to play with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and to have your cute little voice backed up by 330, you know, singers. We're talking with Peter Brianhold right here on the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back with more insight on creativity right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
9: Inflatable heat shields could mean more discoveries on the red planet and beyond.
6: This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future.
9: Getting a spacecraft to Mars is easier said than done. The last few minutes of that interplanetary journey can be the toughest part of all. Heat shields, parachutes, and aerobraking can take advantage of drag within the Martian atmosphere to help slow down a ship. But Mars has a pretty poor excuse for an atmosphere, it's really thin. Mission planners still have to aim for the low spots on the red planet to make sure the spacecraft can slow down enough. With the latest Mars missions, we've pretty much maxed out the size and mass of what we can carry in current rockets to slow the landers down. That's why NASA is taking a new look at things like hypersonic inflatable aerodynamic decelerators, or HIAD. The HIAD project is exploring advanced flexible materials, manufacturing technologies, and embedded electronics technologies in an inflatable re-entry heat shield that's folded and stowed inside the launch vehicle. Since inflatable shields can expand to several times larger than rigid heat shields, they could slow things down faster and open up more options for landing. In theory, Hyad could be used on any planet that has an atmosphere. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Ravino.
6: Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA. Visit us online at innovationnow.us.
1: For updates on the shows, sports, and the rest of BYU Radio's material, like us on Facebook. Then, let us know what you think of the program you're listening to. Give us feedback, ask questions, and connect with other BYU Radio listeners. Just search BYU Radio on Facebook and click like. BYU Radio, talk about good.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. A little Peter Brian Holt right there with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. We're talking to musician Peter Brian Holt uh, about creativity. How do you keep it alive? And, uh, Peter, that had to have been a really big moment.
8: Yeah, that was a big moment.
0: Is that, like, the biggest? I mean, does that hold out as musically one of your biggest? yeah I mean, I or is like my of... concert thing we're doing kind of staying up there
8: <laughs> friday night <laughs> this friday night Friday
0: night in my friday backyard <laughs>
8: <laughs> um no in, in terms of scale in- ter- well first of all in term both in terms of audience and in terms of um production yeah uh yes, it was among the biggest because it was a, it was a worldwide broadcast live right and it involved a hundred i mean it was a symphony and a choir and <laughs> me. And so, so yes, it's big. Now it wasn't the biggest in terms of. I mean, I walked out and did one song at that. Yeah. And and there are other there are other productions I've done where it's 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 a, it's me and it's a full concert and it's everything I've arranged and my string parts and mm-hmm. we've put everything together. Uh, you know, like the Sundance shows we do. Right. But but in terms of just the audience size and the size of the production, this was huge.
0: Do you um, see? Th- that's what's amazing, and you probably you don't even know, but I, but y- you've heard it, I'm sure. But people sit back and they watch you being creative and and magnifying your talents and your gifts, and they become energized with creativity. So I sit here with my board op that I affectionately call Skyboy, and. <laughs> his name is Skylar Hanson and Skylar is a guy and I, I did it for years. Like I remember I've been to probably every concert you had for your first 10 years. I think I went to every one of them. I was, I was the guy I remember that would just follow you around. Um, and you'd be like, Hey, back off. Um, but you, so creativity is contagious and I sit here now and when Skyboy, he didn't come to our meeting today. But when we come in, he says, so who's on the show today? And I said, Peter Breinholt, He literally screamed and shrieked like about a 12-year-old girl. That's not entirely true. <laughs> you know, he, I promise he did. He just won't admit it. So you hear, and, and he then tells me the story about how he met you and when he met you and how cool it was and how long he's followed. And then somebody mentioned one of your songs. I think you mentioned it about Jerusalem. And he's like, that's a good one. That's a great song. So it's contagious.
8: Well, I, I, hope, I mean, I hope that that's true of anybody who's doing what they, you know, they, 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 I mean, I get the same way when I want, you know, you ever listen to the guys like, like, uh, who's an example? Um, you know, there's people I've seen there's you know, like, it could be somebody talking about science. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Like the, like the Ted guy. TV. TED TV, TED.com. Yeah. The, yeah. Who's the, who's the guy that, um, he died, but he was the uh, crocodile hunter. Oh and yeah, I was so Steve excited Irwin. about what he did yeah. that you couldn't help, even though you don't care about um, the animals in Australia. Right, you couldn't help but be affected by that. That's right, and say crikeys. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I could think, of, you know, click and clack on NPR. Those uh, guys totally. just make you smile because you can tell they're they're doing what they're they love what they're doing they're doing it from a higher level i yeah, think i think you're right and i think i and i don't think that's just some people that are supposed to do that i think i think everybody has some has something in their lives that does that to them and it's contagious that's the main thing
0: it's contagious and it might be i mean it, it can be something it could be math like we were talking about with our friend dick cory it could be science it could be um it it can it's whatever it is it's uniquely you Right. So creativity, then I guess, spawns and can spawn and come out of. You have to know what what you're calling in life.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember uh, not to bring up these old names.
5: Yeah. Between us,
8: but but you and I had a friend in high school, Drew Van Borm, who it was a genius with math. Yeah. And and I would say. What, what, you know, he'd show me how to do a problem and I'd say well why did you carry the two over right there and he'd say I don't know that's just, that's just what you do yeah. Duh. and it's funny because when I'm you know and I say that doesn't make sense but then whenever I try people will say well how do you strum this song what's the strumming pattern yeah. of the song and I'll say well I don't know just, you just do what comes naturally you just strum it dude
0: Well, you know, it's so true. And if you think back to a guy like Drew, Drew's now an orthopedic surgeon. Right. But back then, he was also the guy that could stick his pinky all the way up his nose.
8: (laughs) So so you'd never know, would you? You would never know. His enthusiasm was contagious when he
0: did it. I mean, the people would gather around. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But we laugh, (laughs) but that's true. And so uh, when we sit there, we have to kind of break through all the nose finger. Up, I mean, he literally could stick it up to his knuckle, <laughs> his second knuckle. And um, but but honestly, that's kind of what we have to break through. Is we we think a talent is um, is you know Beyonce right. or President Obama or a Peter Breinholdt. but there's more to talent than all of that. There's the yeah. talent and the gift of being a great mom. And yeah. finding new creative ways to get your kids to take a nap um, <laughs> or, or things like that, it really can be that simple, and I think maybe that's one of our problems is we think something else is motivating. In fact, the research even shows, for example, you were talking about money earlier. most people aren't actually motivated towards creativity by money
8: no that's yeah no I, that, that's like a given, yeah. there's no doubt about it I
0: mean it, except it's interesting, but you can also be a starving artist,
8: right, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I and I, you know, um, no, I had two thoughts. I lost one of them, so... <laughs> that's all right. No, I, no, and, and uh, yeah, you talk to, you, you talk to, um, you know, any number of people who just, like, for me in the beginning, I, I, I could not figure out intellectually how to make the finances behind what I felt like was my purpose. Worth. Right. I could not, I, it didn't make sense, and that's one of the reasons I get backing off, uh-huh. because, um logically it, it it wouldn't make sense and 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 yet uh I just wanted to do it so badly that I just started doing it and i had i didn't you know i didn't jump off any cliffs uh right. financially, but I just started doing it, and it just seemed like the doors opened they just kept opening and 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 years later, three or four years into it. People would start to say, "Well, how did you do it? How did? You, what was your business strategy?" And, and all I could say was, "Well, write good songs. That's all yeah. I could come up with." Be good. And, and 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 I, you know, there's that saying like, uh, "It got legs of its own." Well, my first album, I just felt like, despite not knowing how it was going to work financially, I mean, I saved up enough money to record it, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, it got legs of its own. It just, it, 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 I still don't. Yeah, you, know, you talk to people that you and I both know, yeah. John Schmidt, the pianist. Yeah. He'll say the same thing. He'll say, "I don't know how, you know, I I'm not, you know, it, He looks like a business genius. He's not. He's yeah. just doing what he's what
0: But he's it's almost to like do. you just kind of set that aside. You go with what you know, even and and maybe that's there it is. That's faith. You just kind of you just do what you know you're supposed to do. And you go do it and the world provides.
8: It it it's worked out so far for me. And that that's not to say, you know,
0: well yeah eventually
8: responsible about uh, it, you know, especially when you got four kids, yeah, true. which i do now but and and that's actually over the last ten years that's been in my moments of 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 self doubt or confusion, yeah, you know it's often come from that but i I'm just starting to realize that a lot of that is self um, uh inflicted that i'm it's yeah. my it's my it's my brain running away with me and making up making up scenarios that really don't exist
0: i I think you're right. A lot
8: of anxiety.
0: Let's, in fact, that's fear, and um, one of the myths we're going to blow up is that fear could force the breakthrough. Uh, We're going to come back. Maybe creativity might be better found in more positive things than fear. We're talking with Peter Breinholt, the great musician and friend, uh, learning what we can about creativity. We'll be back right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
6: KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo.
2: Travel somewhere new every Monday with artist Eric Dowdled. Let Eric paint pictures in your mind of far-off places and their cultures.
0: If they're dancing, Salsa isn't dancing. that kind of an invitation for you to join in? Yeah. that's
8: Okay, that's... but no one else did but me.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh,
8: yeah. I imagine <laughs> that. that. I was be... dancing like a son of a gun. Yes, wow. you, were. you were.
2: Join Eric and co-host Dave for Traveling with Eric Dowdled. Weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
1: This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM143 BYU Radio. A congressional hearing grilled Secretary of State Hillary Clinton today about the September 11th attack on the US. Embassy in Benghazi, Libya. The exchange became heated more than once with some senators, when some Senators pressured Clinton about the reported motivations of the attackers. Following confirmation from Senate leaders that a plan will pass, a House vote to extend the debt ceiling until late May was approved today in exchange for the promise that a national budget will be passed on time. Female armed service members could now be serving in combat for the first time in U.S. history thanks to a decision from Defense Secretary Leon Panetta opening up frontline positions to women as well as men. Police in Texas have charged 22-year-old Carlton Berry with aggravated assault after he opened fire on another student on the Lone Star University campus near Houston yesterday. He injured that student and janitor during the altercation. Two Massachusetts men have been arrested and are facing charges for attempting to steal the cash box from a troop of Girl Scouts selling cookies outside a Walmart store. The adult supervisor was injured trying to stop the would-be robbers. Much of the Midwest and northern U.S. is now dealing with some of the coldest temperatures the nation has seen so far this season. Emergency warming centers have been opened, while some ski resorts have been forced to close. International news. British Prime Minister David Cameron has promised the U.K. there will be a vote on exiting the European Union. The referendum will be held by the end of 2017, provided Cameron wins a second term. White House officials are renewing calls for leaders in Israel and Palestine to resume peace negotiations in the wake of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's victory, securing his third term in office. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Uh,
8: hi, and what about all the mountains and spring and
0: what about? Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We are visiting with Peter Brinehold, who is a musician and uh, just super creative. And on the show today, we wanted to get into this idea of creativity. So I thought, who better to have than a man that can make a living playing music, making up music, and um, putting together songs like that. That song was What About? And again, you can get more information about Peter if you just go to peterreinholt.com that's his website or go to youtube google or uh youtube and search peter reinholt and just watch some of his uh watch some of his stuff he's really got it going peter when you uh write a song like that um i mean do you ever just run into a moment where you're like oh i'm out out of ideas <laughs> yeah what do you do
8: yeah um well, Caffeine. i heard, I heard I heard the segment before when you guys <clears throat> were talking about ideas and and you listed just finish yeah and I remember the moment um, before I had re- released any albums. And I, I had all, I had I had a whole, I had tapes full of half songs or quarter songs. Oh, really? And I felt like the inspiration, the flash, had gotten me that far. But then I couldn't maintain what I felt like was the same level of inspiration. And I would just I'd stop. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what the circumstances were, but one day something came over me and just said, you've got to finish, you've got to, you've got to finish <clears throat> at least 12 songs and do an album. And even if the first third of the song is good and the last two thirds is no good, yeah. you've got to just finish them. <clears throat> and so, yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, that's, that's part of the process. But I was amazed at what happened to me as I, as I just committed and said, you know, good or bad, I'm finishing,
5: yeah well, that th- that's kind of unleash a... something and yeah.
8: and 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 I was then I looked back and was able to find that well the the whole song i mean it feels like it carried through the whole song, even though i don't, i i I felt like I was just doing um you know just hard work at the end there just to piece it together mm-hmm. was just pure inspiration, so yeah, of course,
0: well, and it's interesting because you kind of wonder. I mean you you're not borrowing everyone else's music. every song you make it's yours, and you um somehow you dig down deep to to create i guess the spark how does it how does it happen for you when you're creating a song? I mean are you just sitting there one day driving in your car and then boom, you just start breaking into songs <laughs> that's,
8: that's how you always picture it that's how it is in the movies yeah you know? it's like uh yeah there's like i just I just had this thought come and That'd make a great song, or or, yeah. or you saw some, you saw a homeless guy, and and you thought of a song, and <laughs> no, it, it's, it's
3: uh, not like that. My, is
8: it? Well, at least my ver- my my experience isn't so much like that. I I I often just for me it comes out of pure like I remember, for example, with the early songs for me, it was uh, we would go we'd have a house concert somewhere, and I'd I'd watch these other guys
5: mm-hmm.
8: kind of bring out their songs and i would just get i'd go home so enthusiastic i just i've just got to do music and and i would pull out the guitar and um i would just sometimes i was playing uh i uh, just making stuff up sometimes i'd i'd play my f- songs by my favorite groups that influenced me yeah and uh and then just stuff all of a sudden you come across a chord sequence with the right melody and you, you, you grab a tape recorder and go. Uh-huh. And, how,
0: how many of you put aside, Peter? You had to have put a ton of songs aside that you know it was a really good chord and it went a few bars and then. Oh.
8: no, no. I've got, um, I've got tapes and tapes full of of unfinished like ideas. And there's that little challenge I have: like, at what point do I just? Those can become baggage after a long time. Oh yeah. If you have too much, and and then you start to try and piece together like puzzles, almost, you know, I'll take the verse from this song idea and the chorus from that, yeah, and and that's a lot of work. And really, the best songs I think are the ones that kind of all come at once, and and they're and they feel like it's all one song that's meant to go together rather than piece them together. So, I've got tapes and tapes. I've got hundreds of pieces, and uh, I still have them all. I just I I, I don't. Recently, I've been tempted to just sort of maybe, cut them all loose.
0: Well, maybe wait, well, or just make an album of the songs never finished.
8: What? And each you know, one's
0: about thirty seconds.
8: <laughs> no, that's actually I mean, uh, that might
0: not be a bad idea.
8: Well, that's been there. Has been out. There's 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 a there's a songwriter named Pete Townsend from the Who who oh. released that album. Totally. It was a hugely influential album for me. I love. Part of me loves the raw I love hearing the raw unfinished ideas. I love to hear the home studio recordings. I, I love I love that because I'm a songwriter. I love to hear other people do that. I don't know if, you know. No, that's great. The, the mass market likes that, but I do.
0: Well, I mean, nowadays with YouTube somebody does. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can I guess you can always find the market. <laughs> um tell me Pete, as you think about your own um all of your own music, Tell me the ones. Tell me the songs, and maybe the story behind a song that, in your heart, just totally matters.
8: Yeah. Well, when that you used to play "What About," and when <clears throat> that was off my first album, and um, that one matters to me, and and I I don't know exactly why it matters to me, other than I knew the moment, the moment I first just sang that first chorus um i just i it was just like whoa this is a step up yeah i haven't done something this is and then also the sense of whoa something else just happened that wasn't me yeah and uh, you'll hear a lot of artists you'll hear a lot of creative people talk about that that no that didn't come from me that was me tapping into something bigger than me you hear it all the time and and because it's a real it's a real sensation I
0: love that. I mean, and to me, that's so humbling to know you have a gift and um, you're smart enough to recognize it's not just all yours.
8: Well, and not only that, I'm at a point now in my career where I'm realizing, like, I always felt that way, but I feel like I've come full circle now where I went through a period where I was like, well, I'm, you know, I've got the skills. I've done, you know, three successful albums. I I just know how to write songs, Mm -hmm. but that's when I get blocked. And it's it's uh, it's not until I you you start to peel that back and get back, uh, I mean, you, you get back to that place where you can kind of get out of the way in a in a yeah. sense. Yeah,
0: we've it, talked and, about that: your ego versus your essence. Absolutely, and it, the it, essence is like kind of your light of your light of God, the spirit that's inside of you. It's what Emerson taught. It's what Thoreau. It's what every yep. major religion teaches.
8: Yeah, oh, it's it, it's huge, and. You know I, I met you know you guys were mentioned in those twenty nine ideas, and one of them was uh, free writing, yeah, and uh free writing, like I know exactly why that works it's because like the, the, you know something that you'll hear some songwriters or painters or whatever there's a practice you'll hear among them where they'll they'll get up in the morning and they 'll write um, what's called morning letters, three pages of total stream of consciousness, free form writing, huh. and the idea behind it is it, it it it's like a brain drain. It gets all the all the things that your your left brain is kind of always chattering away about. Right. You've Got to do this. You yeah. got to you got to get the car serviced and you <laughs> don't forget to do that and it gets it all out. And just the act of writing it down sometimes is enough to sort of like release it. And and what you're left with is this part of your mind that is unencumbered by all of that and it can just Run and play like a like a child, that's and that's powerful. the creative side of us
0: so so really you've got to kind of dump all of the distraction that's in your head, and you do that just by writing it down, kind of getting it out of you, giving yeah. it a place, yeah, and then it kind of opens up your heart, your everything else,
8: yeah, you know you still got to deal with stuff, but there, there's something about that process that frees the mind hmm. because I think that's our biggest block in, in the end I think I think. Like we we do have different I don't, I, you know there's lots of ways of we put it the right brain left brain right. or, the, or consciousness versus versus ego or there's you know there's it, there's lots of traditions on uh, and but uh, so much of of creative blocks I think come from when we let that left side of the brain overwhelm the right side and mm-hmm. just uh you know the adult in us is saying... Well, you've got you've got to do this and this and this and this first. These are you. You've got to be an adult. You've got to take care of this stuff, and little by little, that other part of us, which is really more powerful, Mm -hmm. um, it it just it just um, you know you, you become kind of paralyzed by by the anxiety and the fear of all that we have to do.
0: Yeah, and it, it does. It just seems like it. Um, it saps. That's the fear, I guess. That that uh, in that study I was talking about at Harvard, one of the things they found out is that uh, creativity is positively associated with joy and love, yeah, and negatively associated with anger, fear, and anxiety. Yeah. So it's kind of like the minute it's a have to, it's something that's now in, you know compelled to do. You might lose some of your creativity. Another thing they brought up is that people are happiest when they come up with creative ideas, but uh, they're even more likely to have have a breakthrough if they're happy the day before. Interesting. So there's kind of a lag time between your mood yesterday and your creativity today. Yeah. They call it the virtuous cycle.
8: Well, you know, I heard another somebody said to me recently that excitement is the language of the spirit, or or excitement is the language of God. It's, it's saying you're on track, okay? Oh, if you're neat. excited or if you're enthusiastic about this, and 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 you said, you know, there's the I want to's. yeah. Right? And I, and that's where the power is. I want to, right? And and then there's the I need to and I ought to, and 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 you know, culturally we ha- we have a, he- a heavy dose of that. Oh I yeah. Need to do this, and but if you really want to create. Uh, in fact, you, one of the other list, things on the list was Don't Force It, and it's that, all tied up in the same thing. You've got to come from, like, my earliest songs and my greatest moments early on. It was just me writing out of pure joy and, and enthusiasm, and we've got to get, I think, into that space. You can't, you can't hold a gun on someone's hand and say, relax. Mm-hmm. You've got to, we've got to figure out ways of, of um, returning to that place. I love that.
0: It's uh, another key to the research that they mentioned is um, one major key to creativity, is you you need to be stretching. You yeah. need to be so it's one thing, and you probably have felt this where you sang a song like "What About" or one of your songs, and um, but you you sing it so often that it stops to like maybe have the spark at times. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, let's play that one. I haven't played that one this day. Um,
8: or even worse, you start to say, "I'm going to go back, and, and I want to write another. What about? Mm-hmm. What, what was my frame of mind back then? I want to recapture the magic of some past event, yeah. and I think that that'll never happen. And that's your right. sure way to just shut yourself down because nothing will measure up to what what about has become. Right. And and so you've got to kind of reinvent. You've got to find a new way of writing music altogether.
0: I Love think. that. I, I really... And I think that's so powerful to also know that it's not enough in life to just be great at something. Um, apparently, to keep this spark alive, you you have to keep kind of stretching that gift yeah, and offering the
3: next level of it.
8: Yeah. And there's something to be said for... This is something I'm kind of learning about right now. Um, you, you know, when you're in that place where you don't... You just enjoy... You're enjoying the process. Okay? Mm-hmm. And for, for a... You know, for you know, it, it, for whatever art form you, you practice, if you're enjoying the process, and even the end result is secondary. you're like, know, I'm just loving where I am right now. I, this song, I love this song. I love sitting at the piano. That is, that is a great place to be. Right. It, it, rather than always working on the deadlines, and sometimes we have to work on the deadlines and so forth. But, you know, I've been trying to do that again, just like, well, why do I write? Is it just to get an album out? Or do I in, actually, in, am I present in the moment of writing uh, this song, and am I really feeling the joy right now? And yeah. if this song never gets released, then would I still do it? Because I love it. That's a powerful place to be.
0: That is that, that moment in the presence. We have about a minute, Pete. Tell me, um, just as we wrap up, creativity. So there's a bunch of people out there listening. Some of them are like, yeah, it's easy for you. You're an artist. You're amazing. You sang with the choir. Uh, <laughs> What, so what, what encouragement do you give, and what, what are the fruits? What are the deepest, most profound fruits or blessings you see from, from finding a way to spark creativity?
8: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think I'll start with the second part, and that is uh, my experience has been genuinely that, uh, like we said earlier, when I'm, when I'm aligned in that area of my life. Mm-hmm. Every other area, of my life flourishes. My marriage is better. I'm a better dad. I'm a better neighbor. I'm happier, and um, that's a that's a big fruit. I think we're all meant and designed to be to be creative. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I there's just no doubt about it. And I forgot your other question, Peter. Hey, I'm, all, I'm all right, Brain. Peter, Peter.
0: Uh, the other question was, uh, I guess, what's one of your key learnings? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Uh, I think I forgot the question.
8: Well, we're pathetic. <laughs> well, I think sure, you're, it doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter cuz you're inspiring either way. So people <laughs> need to check out Peter Reinhold. Go go to uh, go to his website uh, Peter, com, and go also to YouTube, check out his videos and eventually you'll become a fan just like I am and Skyboy. Hey Skyboy. How's it going? <laughs> He's just been mesmerized, Pete. I've never had him so docile. He just sits here like a little baby, <laughs> being fed. Appreciate you, Peter. Peter Reinholdt, you're the best, my friend. Thanks for having me. Take care, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Peter Reinholdt, teaching us about creativity. It really is. Uh, there's something about being present in your gifts. There's something about uh, letting your talent sing. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back, wrapping up the show on creativity. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. And I think about all the times as a
5: child when I couldn't from laughing
8: out
9: What if you could put solar cells all over your property by painting them on? It might just happen.
6: This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future.
9: You've likely seen buildings using rooftop photovoltaic solar panels before. It's not always practical, though, to put up enough panels in a confined area to generate all the power you want. But what if you could turn entire walls, sidewalks, any outdoor surface into a solar panel? it may one day become possible, thanks to scientists at Canada's University of Waterloo and the University of Indiana at Notre Dame. They've created a new process to make solar cells in a paint-on form. A main ingredient of most paint is titanium dioxide. That same element is the key ingredient in quantum dots, which are microscopic nanocrystal semiconductors that can be altered to emit electrons when the sun hits them. The research shows new ways to prepare these quantum dots, forming a solar panel in one Brushed on coat. They are nowhere near as efficient as conventional solar cells, yet, but there's lots of unused surface area all around us that someday may be able to generate free electricity on the side. Maybe a future Tom Sawyer will need an electrician's certificate when painting the fence. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino.
6: Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're wrapping up our topic of creativity today. Do you feel like you're a creative person? We just learned from Peter Brian Holt, a musician, that uh, creativity, he believes, is something we all can have. Um, It's kind of finding, digging down deep inside, finding that gift that only you can offer this world, The, the gift that if it, you know, if you don't find it, then the rest of us go without hearing that. That music, those ideas—you know, whatever your talents and gifts are—we also talked about the power of being present, the importance um, of maybe having people around you that are supportive. So, one of the goals, I guess, and, and challenges I give all of you out there is make sure you're looking to uh, to influence the, the creative people around you, help them identify what their talents and skills are. And our very own Madison Allred is joining us now. She is she's been studying up on old Walt Disney. Is that what it is? Is it Walt or is it the whole organization? Now?
2: Uh, yeah, specifically Walt.
0: That guy was creative.
2: Yeah, but I mean, something that a lot of people don't realize is that he was a high school dropout. Really? Yeah, and he suffered several business disasters and bankruptcy. Interesting. Before. So,
0: so- he may not like be a great you know, business manager, per se, but he <laughs> yeah. was a killer creative
2: genius. But also with that... He kind of, um, with all of his experience with that, he realized what worked. And then through that self evaluation, he was able to create something that would help him be successful. Cool. And he summarized his creativity in one word, Imagineering.
5: Mm-hmm. And I've that's heard kind of, that. of
2: like, hmm, weird word. Not quite sure it's a word. Right. But um, yeah, he just kind of takes him in the position where you have to evaluate yourself and see how. Where do you... Where's like your perceptual position?
0: So how do you perceive Mm
2: -hmm. the world? Exactly. Like what's your strategy for perceiving the world? There are dreamers, realists, and critics. Okay. So a dreamer, they just spin innumerable fantasies, outrageous hunches, bold and absurd ideas without limit or judgment. Hmm. Nothing censored. You know, to the dreamer, you say, you know... If I could wave a magic wand and do anything I want, what would I create type of thing? They're very creative. They
0: they approach the world from kind of a creative view. Like Mm -hmm. there's no end. Everything's limitless.
2: Exactly. And
0: so that's actually, that's a positive. Now we might see that as negative. Some people might. Mm -hmm. But you're saying all of these really are just different approaches to dealing with creativity.
2: Exactly. But then also, if you realize that you are a dreamer, you know? Um, you can find different ways if you go, okay, I'm a dreamer, a dreamer needs a realist and a realist is an imagineer that the dreamers ideas into something realistic and feasible. He tries Mm. to figure out how to make the ideas work and to sort them into some meaningful order. So, you know,
0: that's power. You need that. So you're not floating up in the sky. The realist takes this idea of a world where the children can live freely and enjoy all of the great fantasies of fairy tale land. Mm -hmm. And then somebody said, yeah, well, somebody's got to pay the bill.
5: So the realist,
0: I guess, would come in and say, let's figure out a way to bring that down to reality. Mm -hmm. Powerful.
2: Yeah. And then there's the critic where the critic reviews all the ideas and tries to punch holes in them by playing the devil's advocate. I mean, on our show, that would be Bryce.
0: Bryce would be the critic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, isn't that good?
2: Yeah. So it's just to the you critic. You need them all. Exactly, you do. And so if you realize, okay, I'm a realist, you know, yeah. And you go, okay, I, you know, I. If I ever have an idea, I go, but really. Is that realistic? You know, you could take some of those strategies that we mentioned earlier on, like free writing, you know, singing in the shower, different stuff like that. To get your creative juices flowing and kind of keep your realism in check and kind of go, okay, let let me allow myself to be creative. And then um, you'd also be pretty good at being the critic. Also, this is really good on teams. If you, for instance, um, there was an article about how startup companies... Is the future for America's creativity? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, there are tons of Kickstarter programs right. where you can go on there, you pitch your idea, and people will pay you money because yeah, they're interested right. in your product. So, and it can just be the the common Joe. You only have to do like twenty bucks or something like that. So, for that, if you got a team together, you'd be like, you know what? I'm a critic. I am very sarcastic. Well, not necessarily yeah. associated with that, but that could, if you're a critic. But um, I can
0: punch holes through anything. Yeah. I'll figure out the problems. Mm-hmm.
2: And then you're like, and I know my one friend. Yeah. Woo, he just goes all over the place, but he has some good ideas. And so you can pair up with him, find a realist- Yep. Another one of your friends. And boom, you got like a great
0: But you need the team. team. Exactly. So part of this, I guess, the, the key is to start to identify which one you are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you might, if you're in a world with two dreamers, that's great. Yeah. You just might not ever get anything done. Also it's kind of like Skyboy running the board.
2: Yeah. Also think of a marriage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Skyboy.
0: Or Whatever, a marriage man. where there's two yeah. dreamers. Exactly. Or a marriage where there's two critics.
2: Yep. See, that's, I love that. And so everyone has a little bit of each of these inside of them. Mm -hmm. But just realize which one normally takes over.
0: That's great. Mm -hmm. And creativity is creativity. We all come from a different view, and yet every view can add to the whole Uh if we let it in. Good work, you little researcher.
2: Oh, thanks.
0: (laughs) Good job, Madison. Well, that's cool. So I think we got it. Are you creative or not? It doesn't come in one form. It doesn't come in one brain. It doesn't come in one family. Everyone has something to offer, even if it's just some positive criticism, some feedback, maybe a better word to put it, a way to put it. Um, how effective do you think you are at creativity? I challenge you. Take what we learned on the show today. Take the inspiration of the people that that uh, are in your life. Uh, I love the word inspiration because it's bringing the spirit back into your life Peter brought up a really great point. If you feel energized and excited about something, that is, you know, that's the spirit kind of working on you. And I'm just going to challenge you. Go out, start looking for the things you love the most in life. Go find the things that you really you want to uh to do and even if it seems like it would never work, it can work. It can totally totally work. You don't need to give up just because it doesn't fit the mold. Maybe what we need, maybe the cure for cancer is somebody just being creative enough to see the opportunities differently than the rest of us. Thanks for listening, folks. Again, our goal is to give you the tools you need in this crazy thing called life. Today, we focused on creativity. Tomorrow, uh, I think we're going to be talking about parenting a little bit. I highly suggest you listen in. Grab your friends, gather around, and let's take our lives to the next level. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show. Hope to talk to you again tomorrow right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.